Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. ESPN Radio. It's just too good. Mm. I know we've been doing the the 50th anniversary of hip hop here, and that's the first hip hop song on a Friday we've replayed. But how could you not? Rajim Seabrook riding shotgun with me, Coulter Nuanas. Welcome into hour number two uh, of Nuanas. Now, thanks so much for joining us. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, ton of stuff that we got to and that we're going to get to. Let's go. You can find it on the Nuance Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, and the uh, MSU Bookstore. Uh, the 50th anniversary of hip hop uh, sort of came and went. You were in the midst of uh, the, one of the busiest times of the year for you because you had fall camp. Coaching over there at Sentinel. You know what's up? And getting ready for the school year with your kiddos, all this sort of thing. Yes, so, sir. Um, we, we like did all, all this stuff leading up to it. But it, it, it came. It, it's crazy that, that uh, it's been around. I, we're going to keep on, of course, playing hip-hop, funk music, all that sort of stuff. Uh, today and every other day here on Nuanas now. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. Just just put a bow on it for us. I mean, this was a cool series that we did throughout the, no, it was, the, it was the months a, leading up. It was a cool series. And the feedback that I got from people in our immediate community uh, and and then, you know, from our listeners abroad was uh, they learned some things. That's they, good. That's with, what we want. Education. You know, and I think that uh, with 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 within the education due to our engagement, sure. people became enlightened. That good. is good. E to the third power if you broke down the verbiage and vernacular for those who pay attention to detail. You like that? <laughs> I love it. Um, and no, I just I just think hip hop has has a staple. In, in American culture and society, um, it, it it reflects a, a, a narrative of a lot of different people, regardless of uh, age, uh, sex, gender, race. Like, I don't care who you are. You can live in, in the muddy waters of Tennessee. You may not like hip-hop, but you can relate to Wu-Tang when he says cash rules everything around me. Why? Because it does. And it's very applicable. So... Um, it is. It is. It is a. I like to say the blue collar ballad of American society is hip hop. Rajim C. Brook, rolling with me, Coulter Nuanas here on Nuanas now. And you also read me a great text from a listener, just just complimenting us for our positivity. And I, I got to say thank you for that because that's what we want this to be all about. Getting love from Fort Benton, baby, so, home of the Longhorns. So much of talk radio and so much of sports has become so tribalized and full of vitriol and full of. Me against you, us versus them. Polarization. You're one of us or you're one of them. Man, I know you and I have both been involved in sports our whole lives, and that's why we, we want to make it about all of us. It's about the and, not the or. That's exactly right. Thank you. The, the whole point of sports, I said this all the time on the show, but I got to say it again. The whole point of sports is not winning. That's not what it's about. The whole point of sports is coming together. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of sports is learning how to deal with adversity. Yes. It's about learning how to lose. Yep. Learning how to lose with grace. 
learning that this narrative that we were told once upon a time that if you try your best and dream your biggest, and you should try your best, and you should dream your biggest. But sometimes you try your best and you dream your biggest, and it doesn't work out. Yep. But that's the whole point. That's the whole point. If you try your best, you cannot fail. Bingo. That's it. If you, if you gave your best when your best was needed and you still came up short, you did not lose. You won. The result might be a loss, but you won. And that's what I, we want sports to be all about. So I appreciate you sharing that with me. Thank you, brother. And I appreciate that great text. Uh, a couple other texts that we got during the first hour when we were talking all about best stadium songs. Oh, let's go, let's go. I want to hear them. Let's <laughs> this is go. actually funny. Both of these are very Montana-centric. Yes. Sweet Caroline, which they oh, all... Oh, and Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Cotton Eye Joe. I knew it. I we, as soon as we, you said Central, got, I was like, I already knew. We got Sweet Caroline, we got Cotton Eye Joe, and then we got Money Money, which is a song that the Bobcats play. Of course, Billy the, Idol. the Grizz hate this song because the Bobcats add their own lyrics in the midst of the chorus. Yes. That's a whole nother radio segment for uh, another day. That's a podcast, not a radio yeah, yeah, segment. Exactly, that is, exactly, that is exactly. NC-17. Exactly. All I'm saying is that it doesn't matter which side of the rivalry you're on. You can't just let the other side just live rent-free in your head. Just enjoy the success that you're having. That's that's what you should do. We digress. Uh, as, right. as per our norm. Well, that's right. Let's play a little smart dumb before we get into some Garden City Spotlight. Missoula Big Let's Sky. Let's go. Missoula Big Sky hosts Butte at Missoula County Public Stadium tonight. And uh, Hellgate also in town taking on Helena Capital at Washington Grizzly Stadium. So a couple uh, high school football games here in the city of Missoula. This is NFL-centric. A ton of NFL stuff. Uh, <laughs> as I'm looking at my computer, we get a, a text in from... Uh, one of our biggest fans, biggest supporters. She also happens to be the owner of Missoula Broadcasting Company. And she says, winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. So I love her because she is so, so competitive. <laughs> and, hope you're feeling good, Miss B. <laughs> yeah, right. And I hope, hopefully you're, you're Speedy feeling. recovered. Yep, exactly. And uh, you got to be feeling good after uh, the Packers laid it on the Bears. So well, let's just start there. Smart or dumb? The Packers somehow, somewhere better without Aaron Rodgers. Smart, right? S M R T. Smart. Here's the here's the thing: is Aaron Rodgers one of the greatest quarterbacks ever played the game? Period. Right? No question. No question. But you know this, and we don't need to get into why. But you know this, and I know this. When it's over, it's over. You got to move on. See ya. Got to go, but you it, can't it, stay here. It was over mm-hmm. years ago in Green Bay. Bad romance. Got to go. And when it keeps going. It's bad. It's not good for anybody. Got to get that when divorce. When it's over, it's over. You got to go. Yes, sir. And they 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 moved on. Yes. Congratulations to the Packers. And guess See what? You. Guess what? Jordan Love threw for about 290 and four tuds. Looking good. <laughs> at, Tutties. At Soldier Field. So, Packer, backer. Uh, I, I I think so, too. I think I think it's uh, it's it's smart. Okay. Uh, smart or dumb? Dumb, mostly, if you're asking about me. <laughs> but go ahead. Ask your question. Tua Tagovailoa is the real deal. Smart. Right? Smart. But hey, be careful. Don't you say his name. He might tell you to keep it out your mouth. I mean... And I like I like his edge. I do too. I like his edge. And he's throwing to the cheetah, who is unguardable. It's funny because the New York Jets have overwhelmed the entire offseason storyline of the entire NFL, subsequently in that division as well. And Miami was like this hot up-and-coming team a couple years ago. Then they had the whole Brian Flores fiasco. Then they sort of write the ship they get Mike McDaniel, who a lot of people internally in the NFL think is a very uh, potential laid-in coach. Yes. And 
But then last year, they were again up and down, partially because Tua got hurt, and then all of a sudden times. the narrative became about him and his head and his brain, and that's what it should be. Truth. But he, he's, he looks, at least for now, back to full strength. And mm-hmm. I mean, goodness gracious, he looked good last week. He looked ridiculous <laughs> yeah. outside of the fumble. He looked ridiculous last week, and I almost wish like I had access to the annals of, of the, the Nuanez show because I said when we did the preview, everyone's going to talk about the Jets because of Aaron Rodgers. Everyone's going to have something to say because of Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. And what did I say? I said the dark, the, the, the sleeper in that. I said, don't sleep on the Finns. For sure. The, fin, the and, and that defense is salty. That's the other thing. Borderline is, brackish. Oh, they got, they got good defense. Son. They got good defense, too, and, that, and that's the thing. That that's the holdover, or I guess mm-hmm. the, uh, the 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 leftover from the Brian Flores era, because Brian Flores is a defensive coach. Yes, sir. He's a defensive coordinator for the Vikings. I don't know about his chops after last night. I mean, goodness gracious, the Philadelphia Eagles ran the ball every. I mean, they they ran the inside zone the whole, whole game. game. Okay, so here we go. Smart or dumb? The New York Jets should trade for Kirk Cousins. This is proving my point about Kirk Cousins. I'm, folks, and, and if you and, are and, seriously contemplating, kn- anyone that knows me knows rarely am I speechless, right? I, I talk a lot, I say a lot, but if I'm speechless, it's because I'm looking around for a camera to be like, someone's caught you on candid camera <laughs> with this crazy question. This is why Kirk Cousins is the worst quarterback situation in the NFL. I said this a million times on this show, but he's not the worst quarterback in the NFL. He's not, he's not the worst. He's, he's not, not the even worst. close to the worst quarterback no. in the NFL. He's the worst quarterback situation, though. Because I think, from a franchise perspective, if you are the New York Jets, you are better to try to either develop Zach Wilson or let Zach Wilson be bad and try to tank to get a, a higher draft pick. It all it all is hinging on, though, if Aaron Rodgers has a true commitment to coming back or not. Right, right. If, if there's a true commitment to coming back next year for Aaron Rodgers, you don't need to develop Zach Wilson. You should try to go get Kirk Cousins and at least try to make the playoffs so everybody on your team can have an element of success for A-Rodgers to come back to but if you, if you don't, if you know A. Rod isn't coming back, you should try to develop Zach Wilson and/or be bad and draft Zach Wilson's replacement. I'm going to answer your question in a dichotomous way, right? I'm going to answer it from the Vikings' perspective. I'm going to answer it from the Jets' perspective. I'll start with the latter first. The Jets can't buy this guy, right? You can't. He, and the Vikings can't sell him, and he can, and they can't sell him because Nick Mullins is the backup. What are you going to do? You just can go three and you, fifteen. You can't. That's like saying, "Hey, uh, Coulter, cut my Achilles tendon, both of them. <laughs> let me go hike the M real quick, right? Oh, I did it right on the nose. I did it on purpose. Um, you can't do that. You just you can't do that. But you've also invested some time, energy, effort, and money into Zach Wilson, especially with this draft status. You kind of have to bring him along and not knock his confidence meter right. further down than you know than it already is. The other thing with me, if I'm the Jets looking at someone like Kirk Cousins, you couldn't do it with Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and that defense. You ain't gonna. You, you're not gonna do it anywhere else. And I just think that some of the weapons that Kirk Cousins has had at his disposal over the years, you you and you still can't cut it. I just don't think any GM or team owner looking at someone like him is going to say, I'm willing to reinvest money into you when you when you had toys at your disposal and still can't get over your own hump. Last night was quintessential Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins threw for 365 yards and four touchdowns last night. 
guess what? The Vikings lost. And you say, oh, they only lost by a score. They were down two scores the entire, entire game, game, and then they got a garbage time touchdown to make it a little bit closer and to somehow screw Vegas all the way over and or screw the betters all the way over by backside covering. I, if you are the operator of the offense and you turn the ball over four times, you ain't going anywhere. The Vikings won 11 one-possession games last year. It can't last. They're 0-2 in one-possession games right now. Here's a great stat for you. Last 10 years, teams have started 0-2. 247 teams started 0-2 last 10 years. 31 of them made the playoffs. Vikings are already dead and gone. Give me a 49ers jersey. <laughs> Nuanced now. ESPN Radio. Yes, sir. Uh, SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. A bunch of big games around the state tonight. Here's some hot tickets for this Friday night. Great Falls CMR at Bozeman Gallatin is uh, an interesting one because CMR got off to a great start. Then they got rolled by Billings West last week. It seemed like an upset because West was 0-2 and CMR was 2-0, but West had already lost a couple to, to a couple of the other better teams in the state. West had lost to Helena High and Butte. So I actually think West is pretty good. Yes. It's big time CMR game or big time game for CMR though, and Bozeman Gallatin at 3-0 undefeated. Helena uh, also has a big game tonight. Uh, where's Helena at? Excuse me. I wrote it down wrong. I have it in my... Hel- which, which school? You, you say uh, Helena. Helena High. Excuse me. Okay, we'll, we'll get back to that. West and Senior play a Magic City rivalry game. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I took my notes wrong. I have Helena uh, at Big Sky, but that's not true because Butte High, Butte High. is at Big Sky. So the other purple team. Let's dive into our Garden City Spotlight. Our Garden City Spotlight is proudly presented by Missoula Electric Co-op. Missoula Electric Co-op has been focusing on renewable energy all around the Garden City. They've created three community solar programs for their members to take part in and benefit from. Don't look now, but the Big Sky Eagles are off to a 2-0 or 2-1 start. And they're doing it. Big Sky's been tough forever. I, I know I'm a Big Sky alum, but Big Sky has had an element of toughness, mm-hmm. an element of of uh, a blue collar mentality forever. Since Gary Eckergan took over there 30 years ago, that's been Big Sky's Coach Eck. I mean, that's been Big Sky's MO. And, you know, they've only had two coaches in, in my lifetime, really. It's been Coach Eck and Matt Johnson. That's it. You got Joey Sandberg, who's a, a multi sport athlete and one of the best running backs in the state. Colter Ramos is an excellent pass catcher on the outside. And Aiden Marceau is one of the best two way players in the state and one of the surest tacklers in the state of Montana. So this is no fluke. Matt Johnson's been high on Missoula Big Sky all offseason long, and now here they are with a, a huge opportunity. Butte rallied from a couple touchdowns down to beat Billings West in their opener. Then they got got it taken to them by Bozeman in their second game. But then they also rallied from down 27 nothing to Kalispell Glacier last week, came all the way back and won 28-27. The Bulldogs are in town tonight. Here's what Coach Johnson has to say about the game. Well, Garden City Spotlight and several games in the Garden City. As you listen to this on Friday, Sentinel played last night Missoula Big Sky at Missoula County Public Stadium uh, tonight. Matt Johnson, Big Sky head coach, joins us here on the Garden City Spotlight. Coach Johnson, appreciate the time, man. How you doing? Pretty good. Thanks for having me on here, Coulter. Always appreciate it. Well, uh, first of all, let's talk about your start. Yeah, You guys are off to a 2-1 and one start, coming off of a, a win over Flathead last week. And I know... Uh, two and one, a good start, but also you, you thought maybe you could uh, you could have got it done against Great Falls CMR as well. Just some third quarter turnovers that got you guys. But overall, I mean, how'd you just uh, evaluate the way your team's performance so far? 
Yeah, pretty good. You know, um, we're definitely taking positive steps forward, and uh, we got a lot of a lot of bodies involved and in, and in doing more things. So uh, we're definitely pleased with that. And um, seeing seeing a lot of things we like, definitely need to get eliminate more mistakes and understand when it's time to capitalize on things. You know, take more advantage of it. So uh, pretty pleased with where we're at. And, you know, Butte's going to be a challenge for us. Uh, I think we're ready for them, and um, hopefully we're a challenge for them. Uh, your main takeaways from the game against Flathead last week, 21-20, so a close one, but you finished it off. So, I mean, you must be proud of your kids for finishing off a close game. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, I would say the big one, the last two games we've had either right around 400 yards of total offense. So we're able to move the ball pretty well defensively actually played really well in that game came down to like you know two big plays of missed assignments that allowed him to get back in it and you know they're definitely an improved team um i I thought they they actually did a, a really good job handling us had a good game plan um and then so our big one just being able to to finish we got in the red zone a couple times come away with nothing um so but i but really proud. We made a drive late in that game, um, and and thirteen play drive all the way down the field and capitalized. And I thought that was a, a really good mature uh, statement that our kids made about you know where they were. Hey, you mentioned the offense. You guys have been prolific on offense so far, and you got a couple of the top performers in the state at least when it comes to the statistics. Uh, to start with Joey Sandberg, I mean he's he's having a great year so far, averaging almost seven yards a carry. So um, what what has been some of the keys to his success? Well, I think a big one is that we, uh, you know, first of all, he's a he's a super tough kid who runs really hard. He's got great vision, um, and our but our lines really starting to pick up and and get our scheme down. And um, the more the more we keep going, I think the more we'll keep being productive. Uh, Flathead worked worked really hard to take him away. Which, which was huge for our team because other people have to step up at that point. And, you know, got to be able to spread the ball around and move it so we can still utilize them. But uh, Joey even showed in the Flathead game that, you know, he can be a threat as a receiver. Um, he's a really good blocker, and he's going to come and come and stick his nose in there and do what the team needs. And, you know, I think that's a big part of him successful well, and that's such a huge part of of offense too right is playing complimentary football and so if teams are going to take away joey sandberg then all of a sudden your stud receiver on the outside gets some one-on-ones as well and colter ramos is taking advantage of those i mean he's leading the state in yards per game in receiving so um what have been some of the keys to his performance probably part of it is the, is the good run game right for sure that's you know and that's part of it being able to establish the run and um make people conscious of it you got to make a decision where you're going to bring a guy in or cover. And, you know, Ramos is a really good route runner. He's got good size. He's got great hands. You get it near him, he's more likely coming away with it. Um, and, and, I mean, I think he had 12 catches for 134 yards in the flathead game. So it's not just catching either. He's getting some yards after the run. And, um, you know, and he's a good blocker too. So those receivers, they got the more – they work at blocking, then the more they get rewarded when we either play action or throw the ball to them. So, um, yeah, definitely. We and you know our tight ends have been pretty good too. Owen Stavish has been coming up big, and uh, Cormac Bat is working his way in there, cast and all. 
still pretty good, pretty good catch on the ball. So, um, yeah, we got we got a slew of guys that as the opportunity comes, we keep challenging them. You guys got to rise up. Matt Johnson joined us. He's the head coach of the Big Sky Eagles. Uh, how about a quarterback? I, know, I noticed you guys have been playing a couple guys, so uh, I mean, you don't have to divulge the entire situation, but uh, a sophomore getting some reps, and he's played pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Um, our, our senior was got hurt in the uh, mm. CMR game, and mm-hmm. he had to sit out the flathead game. And um, You know, our, our sophomore, Avery Omelet, is more than capable, and I think he showed it. He, he did a great job throwing the ball around. Um both of them, I see us moving forward. Both of them taking snaps. They both do things well and complement each other. And, um, you know, which, which is good. It allows us to get a young person good varsity snaps and, um, you know, utilize our personnel a little bit. And uh, one of the uh, the hottest teams right now in AA uh, coming to town with Butte High in town tonight. So uh, Bulldogs coming off of a crazy victory over Glacier. They also had a crazy one over Billings West, too, so got a little magic right now, but uh, that aside, I mean, what's the scout on, on Butte High? Yeah, they're, I mean, they're talented. They probably have three of the best receivers in the state on their team, and they just they keep doing their thing, so if it doesn't work early, they don't really care. They just keep coming back to it and keep getting better as the game goes on, and um, they throw the ball around, and you know, at any point, you if you're not disciplined and you're not, uh, you know, moving along with the game and being mentally into it, they catch off guard and, and you know, score big points in a hurry. So, you know, especially with their screen game and then, you know, working it downfield. So, yeah, we'll have our hands full, but we think we think we can match up in a lot of different areas, and we understand they're going to get yards and what they do, but. Um, if we can make them take a lot of snaps and put the pressure on them, uh, you know, we think we can get an advantage there. Butte High at Missoula Big Sky, Missoula County Public Stadium tonight, 7 p.m. It's our Garden City Spotlight. Matt Johnson, Missoula Big Sky head coach, joining us. Coach Johnson, thanks for the time, man. Best of luck tonight. Thank you. Really appreciate it, Coulter. The Garden City Spotlight is presented by the Montana Educators Credit Union. You have to be a teacher to be a part of MECU. Memberships are open to all residents of Missoula, Granite, Lake, Mineral, Ravalli, and Sanders counties. MECU is big enough to provide you the same consumer products as large institutions, but also small enough to know your specific needs. They have text banking, digital banking, nationwide surcharge fees, all that sort of stuff. Montana Educators Credit Union invested in our community and proud to present the Garden City Spotlight. Two-time defending national champs are in Missoula tomorrow. Hope nobody's underestimating them. Fair State's going to be dang good. Their quarterback's a dang good interview. Malik Mitchell next. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? 
Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a, a, a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultilaw.com. Oh! It's the one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. It's always so weird to me when things become mainstream because of like commercials and stuff like that. The Isley Brothers had an unbelievable reputation before they ever started letting their music be used and, and copyrighted for various commercials. And then all of a sudden they started letting it getting used for commercials. And that's great. It's great exposure for them, you know, a revival for them to be sure. But then I think people done forgot about the Asley Brothers. The Asley Brothers are uh, as good as it gets. And, I mean, we've been doing, Rod James Seabrook in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas here on hey. uh, Nuanas Now. We've been doing the 50th anniversary of hip-hop for a minute here. And uh, the, you've, you have reemphasized. The, the thesis of this conversation has always been that hip-hop pays homage to those that came before them yes. better than anybody. And, and yes, without there's, a doubt. there's certain acts though that have gotten as as much homage as anybody the Isley Brothers are certainly one of them yeah it, it, just to give context and credence to what culture said I've always uh, been a <clears throat> sorry a firm believer that hip hop through sampling has always paid homage to the generation before them so if yes. you listen to early hip hop you'll you'll hear you know delta blues old jazz swing big band funk um, you hear, you know, that mi that middle passage, so to say, of hip hop. Um, you know, then it's later Earth, Wind, and Fire. Guys like George Benson re uh, get into the funkadelic aspect of it, and it just you listen to your father and your grandfather's and yeah. your grandmother's records and said that is sick. Let's add it to what I'm doing now. Right. And now with it being 50 years old, you're hearing three or four generations worth of music in one song. Right. Um, Due to oversampling and a lack of creativity, but also again, oversampling pay, is true. Yeah, sampling is the origin of hip hop. Oversampling is the new age version of hip hop. Yeah, sadly. Uh, so yeah, just the Isley Brothers are key, and if you listen to any of their songs, you will you will hear a lot of not only hip hop songs but modern day pop overall, yeah. um, because their 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 music was just it it, for lack of a better word, had a lot of crossover appeal. Well, it's now ESPN Radio. Uh, we will be coming to you live here on ESPN Radio between 3.30 and 5 p.m. tomorrow. The Montana Grizzlies kick off against Ferris State at 6 p.m. It's a blackout game. For those that are sitting around wondering, well, who the heck is Ferris State? Here's some quick hitters for you. We'll break all this down tomorrow and way more in depth. They're from Big Rapids, Michigan. Not Grand Rapids, Michigan. It's about 45 minutes north of Grand Rapids. Division II school, mm -hmm. that's absolutely a power. Tony Anis, the head coach there at Ferris State. Tough as nails. He was our uh, guest yesterday, one of our guests yesterday. 
He is 117 and 17 in his career at Ferris State. He is 342 and 60 in his career as a head coach. 22 of those years in high school, but as a man, I mean, here's the deal. You can say, hey, high school wins aren't worth nothing. Here's the thing. If you win a bunch of games in high school, you're not recruiting anybody. That means you're a great-ass coach. That means you can actually get it done mm-hmm. with whoever you have at your disposal. Mm-hmm. If you're winning 85% of your games over the the sample size of my lifetime, that, that, that's a pretty good... That's beast mode, that's a, son. That's a pretty good clip. Ferris State also has a couple of different advantages. One, there's no FCS programs in Michigan or really even around the area. Mm-hmm. So there's five FBS a lot of guys have fall through the cracks, whether it's Michigan, Michigan State, Eastern Michigan, Central Michigan, Western Michigan. They matriculate their way to Ferris State. They also have a, a very uh, captive audience in Cleveland. A lot of guys from Cleveland on the squad. And they also have 18 guys from the state of Florida. So they've been dipping into some of the, the best recruiting areas in the country. Fast dudes. Here's the deal. These guys, Ferris State has won 57 out of 60 games overall in the regular season. They've won 28 straight road games, and they're the two-time defending national champions. Montana's a favorite. They should be a favorite. Washington Grizzly Stadium is one of the hardest places in the country to play in. But these guys from Ferris State are not going to be scared. At all. (laughs) At all. Like, there's nothing to be scared. On top of that, um, Ferris State annually puts dudes in the league. They have more guys in the NFL than any team in the Big Sky Conference. They got seven former players in the NFL. That is more than any other for, uh, squad right now in the Big Sky Conference. Yeah, what, I, what I'm what i also concerned with, because you know I, I like me some Maroon and Silver, I'm concerned. Have you seen that O-line? Both the offensive... See, have I, you seen that O-line? I said this on the show yesterday. Usually the definitive advantages that the D1 has over the D2 are threefold. One, offensive and defensive line size and strength. Two, speed. Three, depth. I do think the Grizzlies are going to have an advantage in speed and, and, af- and athleticism, athleticism yes. and depth. The Lions are not. The Lions are a wash. Ferris State has all five starters. They they average 6'4", 308 on the offensive line. And their defensive starters, they got four starters on the defensive line. They run a six-man front, by the way, which is going to be an intriguing fold. But they got yes. four starters on the defensive line. They're all over 300 pounds. They're not going to be overmatched size-wise. Let me tell you, the O-line and D-line took a bus here because they exceeded the weight limits on planes. <laughs> Ferris State flew here except for their, their hog mollies down the middle. That People are going to be like, well, speed and athleticism is going to beat the size. That wears on you. For sure. And, it, and if you're a Grizz fan from yesteryear, you remember when we used to have dudes like that, yep. that we would just wear down and grind on you. So it'd be, it's going to be a really interesting matchup. It's not so much a Davy and Goliath story tomorrow, my friend. Like, don't get it twisted like a dread on my head. It is, it is going to be a game initially, but then the Grizz will come alive and take care of the business. But don't sleep on this team, regardless of, the, of, of, of division and level. We continue to preview big night game in Missoula on Saturday night. The Montana Grizzlies, number 12 in the FCS, taking on two-time defending Division II national champions. Malik Mitchell joining us now. He's the quarterback for the Ferris State Bulldogs. Malik, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing? No problem, man. I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Very good. Uh, first of all, you're from Cleveland, right? So tell us about just your path to, to Ferris State. I know you started out at Kent State. Uh, what, what led you there uh, to Big Rapids? Pretty much uh, had a connection with uh, Coach Rock here. He was a coach there at Kent at the time. Well, really at the time I was getting recruited to high school. And uh, before I could really get a chance to play with him at Kent, he was gone on that staff. And so 
over time, me leaving Kent, I got back in touch with him and a player that was here. And really, that was kind of it. I didn't take too many options and look at him. I just really wanted to connect with a coach, make sure it was somewhere safe for me. And that's what I did. Well, I, when you were at Kent State, you had some some big time performances, and you played in some huge games playing at Penn State. I know you got hurt against Alabama, uh, but then did you take a couple years off? Is that right? Yeah, I took off. Uh, I took off about maybe a year and ten to eleven months before I got in contact with the coaches. Before I found out they had that two year sit out rule, and so it was pretty obvious. Just wait a month, enroll in school, and then do it that way. So, yeah, I sat out two years in between. When you weren't playing, I mean, what was that like? That was probably uh, hard for you. Um, yeah, man, it was It was a bunch. It was a bunch going on in life. Uh, lost a few family members. Um, you know, had a few hardships of my own, dealing with finances and things like that, obviously, even college. Um, but... Eventually, after about a year and a half, got into a pretty good job at Georgia Pacific and um, was working there for about six months before I decided that if I work here too much longer, I'm going to stay here for the rest of my life. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, let me get out of here, man. And, you know, let me, let me go explore my, my dreams and things like that. So that's what I did. When you first came back to football then, I mean uh... – how did that feel? It must have been a cool return for you. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was decent. It wasn't like how I expected it to be um, at the two years sitting out, but um, it was. It was a blessing nonetheless. So um, I had I had a few injuries leaving camp, and you know I got to rehab fully and come back and get to jump into it pretty successfully. So it wasn't too much of a transition. I stayed in shape. I always stayed uh, on the field and playing basketball, so it wasn't too much of a transition. Malik Mitchell joining us. He's a quarterback for the Ferris State Bulldogs. They come to Missoula, Montana to take on the Grizz on Saturday night. Uh, just take us through these last couple of years then at Ferris. I mean, you guys have been uh, on quite a run. I think you only lost one game in the last two years, back-to-back national championships. So what's gone into it? I mean, what have been the keys to your guys' success? Um, I can say... Man, we got a bunch of guys who are just who came together. You, you you wouldn't believe from how many different places and backgrounds and and kind of just bought into a, a system and a culture where it was team first. And so we took that and ran with it. A lot of guys, you know, took roles they didn't really want to take, or some guys got a role they didn't or they did expect. And maybe it might have evolved into something bigger or smaller. Who knows? But you know, people just bought into the system. Realized that, I mean, it does get W's, and we, we just took it to another level, of course, in the playoffs. So. Well, I talked to Coach Adis earlier today, and he was saying exactly that, that, that he's he really enforces a, a team-first mentality, and he also wants the program at the at the end of the day to be all about love and the, lo- the love from the coaches, the love you guys have for each other. So, I mean, how much does that play into your guys' success? Uh, I mean, you can imagine we're out here on the field, um, smashing in a grown man. So you, if you don't have some type of love for the guy next to you on the field, you probably you probably ain't gonna make it too far, honestly. And uh, so it, it's pretty plain and simple that way. We we just we just handle what we gotta do um, and treat you know each other with love and respect, both on and off the field. So 
last season when you guys were the defending champs and you were trying to make a run at a second straight? I mean, what was the most challenging part about that? Because like they say, the only thing harder than winning a championship in sports is, is winning back-to-back, right? So what were the challenges of last year? Um, I mean, for one, I always think it's just football. Like, no matter what week you're playing, what game it is, it's going to always be 11 on 11. Like, you know, you might have some better players on one end or some better coaches on one side, who knows. But it's going to always be football. But, um, you know, transitioning from winning a championship to going to the next year really didn't have to deal with too much. I mean, we got we got a lot of guys back. Um, we lost a lot of the O-line. But, you know, we struggled a little early through on that season. But to get to the playoffs, you know, our O-line had to step up, and they did. And so that was big for them. Um, but that's really... I mean, we didn't deal with too much, man. It was it was a good season, both of them. So. Yeah, it's impressive how much you guys have uh, just kept it rolling. Malik Mitchell joining us. He's from Ferris State. Uh, you're listening to ESPN Radio, or maybe you're listening on SkylineSportsMT.com. Either way, you're tuning in. Appreciate you all for, for listening. And Ferris State, of course, in town to play Montana on uh, Saturday evening. Uh, how would you just describe the identity of the uh, the Ferris State offense? I mean, you don't have to give away any of the schematic stuff you guys do, yeah, but, I mean, sure. how how would you just describe the, what you guys want to be about offensively? I mean, we just want to uh, make sure our presence is known up front, uh, pound the ball, you know, make make the defense respect both the run and the pass. You know, we got the, the players to basically stretch the field like any team in the nation. You know, so you're going to have to play us all around defense. So, I mean, without giving you too much, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Lots of weapons all over the place for sure. Uh, the coach mentioned last year that uh, maybe early on the offense had a hard time getting going, but then you guys really turned a corner. Was there something specific you could point to as to when you guys started rolling? Because then in the playoffs, I mean, down the stretch and in the playoffs, you guys were rolling it up on everybody. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, well, for one, I think, Dealing with conference opponents, you know, they come with a little a little extra tenacity, you know, on game day. But um going into the playoffs, like I said earlier, we kinda we kinda got that O line rolling real well and, and so once that got going, I'm not gonna lie to you, man, it's it's pretty difficult to stop what we got going on up front. So, you know, that's that was big for us that year or last year. Yeah, for sure. Well, looking at you guys' roster, you guys have a lot of guys from you know around the area, guys from Michigan, guys from Ohio, and guys from kind of like working-class towns like Cleveland, like you're from, and, and Detroit. I mean, is that a part of the culture? I mean, do you feel like – it seems like you guys have a really blue-collar attitude, and it seems like where guys come from, maybe maybe that's, a, you know, a, a, a connection there. For sure. I think that's big. Also, where, where guys are coming to, you wouldn't, you wouldn't call this the – most spectacular of, of places, you know the the staff and the um, the higher ups here are making this place beautiful. You know, even the small time I've been here, so that's wonderful. But I mean, the first year we got the championship, there were certain things we were dealing with here. You know, that most teams aren't dealing with, and we're, we were embracing it and winning with it. So that's part of our culture as well. Well, it's uh, it's cool to hear, and I love that you guys have built this thing up uh, with. You know, all these guys from all these different places and all these different attitudes. And, it, you know, it just seems like uh, it, at the end of the day, team mentalities win, right? Uh, Malik Mitchell joining us here uh, on the Big Sky Breakdown. Uh, last couple things for you then. 
Uh, first of all, tell me about the opponent on Saturday. I mean, Montana, they, they run an un- unorthodox defense, bring a ton of pressure from various different levels. But uh, sometimes quarterbacks say, hey, bring it on. If you're going to blitz me, I'm going to kill you. So uh, what have you seen on film? How do you hope to attack it? Yeah, I mean, you know, similar things to what you're talking about. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find ways to exploit that, you know, and, and we'll have ways to adjust. And I'm sure they'll have ways to adjust the things. And so it'll be it'll be 11 on 11, man. And so made a better man win. Well, you played, you know, Penn State, Alabama. Those places have as good a crowds as, as anybody in the country. But you're going to see a really good one on Saturday. So how do you go about preparing to handle uh, just the atmosphere? I mean, you know, you can do certain things like, you know, turn the music up in practice, but you're never going to get the, the true effect of, you know, I don't know how many seats they got in there, but I'm pretty sure it's more than most guys here have played, played in or or uh, ever ever in their life. So um, we'll, we'll find ways to deal with it. The, the lights are not too bright for nobody here to believe that. So we'll out there handle business. Are you excited? I mean, are you excited for this opportunity to come to Missoula and play one of the top teams in the FCS? For sure, for sure, man. Uh, you know, I can't lie. Coming from D1 to D2, there are some things you 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 uh, that are a drop off in your lifestyle. And I'm not I'm not complaining about anything. I, there there are reasons why you would, you would say I shouldn't be here. So I'm just blessed, like I said. But yeah, man, to be able to play any football game is a blessing, especially against. You know, uh, a bigger opponent, I guess, in terms of, um, you know, conference or level. And just, you know, any any game, any game is, is a blessing for me, especially at my age in college. And, and last thing for you then, I mean, what do you think it'll take for you guys? I mean, what will it take for you guys to come to Missoula and get a win? Uh, we'll have to be good up front, both on, on our offensive defense. You know, we'll have to get the ball to our guys that are running around just and just have fun, man. Have a uh, good day coaching, good day uh, playing, and, and, and like I said, have fun, man. That's the biggest thing about it. And we'll learn about we'll learn about ourselves, and, and, and after that game, we'll do the same thing, you know. So, hey, go Malik Mitchell, quarterback of the Ferris State Bulldogs, coming to Missoula on Saturday night. Malik, thanks so much for being here, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for sharing your story, and uh, thanks for taking some time. Yeah, hey, no problem, man. I appreciate y'all. I also appreciate Malik Mitchell from running from the lawn mowing guys at Ferris State. He said, I don't know if this made the interview or not, but he said right at the beginning of the interview, he said, hey, I'm right in the facility. I just dipped out of this meeting. You might hear some stuff. I don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, you hear the lawn mowing guys in the background. But then you can also hear him trying to get away from the lawn mowing guys. So really appreciate the, uh, the radio acumen from the super senior quarterback for the Ferris Bulldogs. Maybe some more Ferris State at Montana. Maybe some more smarter, dumb NFL style. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. This is Nuanas Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio, Missoula. Well, Frank Sinatra for you on the way back on your Friday. We're usually funking it up or R&Bing it up or hip-hopping it up, but... He's the, one of my favorites. The king. We had to do it. No, I was now ESPN Radio. Rod James Seabrook, kind enough to ride Shaka with us hey. all Friday long. Love having the man back in the studio. Uh, he'll be always joining us here on Nuanas Now, but it's just a matter of if he's here or there. Busy time of year. If you miss anything in the show, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast. We got to a ton of it. You can find it in the metadata. I'm not going to waste your time. Uh, multiple prep football games tonight here in Missoula. Big games. 
Hellgate has got Capitol at Washington Grizzly Stadium. Big Sky has got Butte at Missoula County Public Stadium. Tomorrow, the Grizz got Ferris State at Washington Grizzly Stadium. We will be giving you a whole bunch of lead-up coverage. College game day, 3.30 to 5 tomorrow. So if you uh, are on your way down to the game, please tune in. 102.9 ESPN uh, Radio, 3.35. Ferris State, the two-time defending uh, national champs in town. By the way, the Nuanas Now podcast probably presented by uh, Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, and the MSU Bookstore. Uh, okay, we only got one whole minute left, and I, I had to get tick, to tock, tick, I had tock, to get one tick, more tock. in. Smart or dumb? Josh Allen's a fraud. Oof. Smart. Oof. Smart. The minute Dayball went. So did man, Josh Allen. Man. Like, talk right? about a system situation. Man. Um, he, he he looked horrible last week. Uh, he did, and he's looked he's looked erratic at best the last year and a half. Yeah, so Dayball really worked his magic with him. Um, Josh Allen's looking more like a riverboat gambler than a gunslinger. And uh, if he does not clean up his act, it's starting to give credence and uh, some praise to Stefan Diggs and what he talked about in the offseason. We can talk about that next week. We only got ten seconds left. Smarter, dumb. The Chris, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs won't win the AFC if they don't re-sign Chris Jones. Well, he's signed and will show up Sunday. There so you go, boom. We're the good. Let's go. <laughs> we're smart. <laughs> we're smart. And Kelsey's back too. Smart, 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 smart. Please join us tomorrow, three thirty, college game day. We'll see you then. Nuanas now, Peace. ESPN Radio. Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that yeah. might, it must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with their shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.